Hey, welcome to another Fix Your Funnel interview. I'm really excited about this one. Stuart and I got to know each other probably on a, a rocky ground at first because it was a little customer support thing I actually got involved in, and, but we got it figured out. One of the things that, that has really impressed me about you, Stuart, is your tenacity. If, if I had to use one word that described you, it would be tenacity. And I, I hope you take that as a compliment, but I think that is one of the most important attributes anybody can have in business is the ability to stick to things even in the face of challenges. So the name of your business is K-Plan Automation. Tell me a little bit about, we were talking before we started recording about this and I thought it was really fascinating. Why is it K-Plan Automation? Okay, so at the time I started my company last March, Keep just rebranded to Keep, you know, and mm -hmm. so the K is for Keep you know, as in the Keep range of products, Keep and Infusionsoft. Yeah. Um, it's a hyphen. And then you've got plan, as in the planning philosophy that um, we've adopted from Sixth Division, you know, um, style yeah. of doing things, you know, planning things out before you build and implement. And then automation, because we use um, automation to help people um, run their businesses more efficiently and in a more systemized manner. Yeah, that's great. I love that. You know, one of the things too about you, Stuart, is you've been in this industry for a few years now. What is, how many years has it been that you've been working with Infusionsoft? I started working with Infusionsoft in early May 2009. So that's coming up to nearly nine years. Wow. wow. How the time flies. Now you got yeah, your start in an interesting way. You, you were working on a third party support company in uh, the UK, right? Yes. So back in 2011, I was originally hired by Mark Summers and his company in the UK to provide outsourced technical support services to Infusionsoft because they, they were closed when you know, most UK businesses wanted to get hold of tech support. So we was providing that for the UK, parts of Europe and even to Australia. What's interesting about that, Stuart, is that I feel like in order to do customer support, you have to really know a software inside and out. You can't just be a casual user of the software. So that kind of gave you a real advantage in your early years in this industry to get that you know, solid foundation of, well, what are all the features of Infusionsoft and what are the questions people have and how do I address those? I think though, if someone stops there, they just know the software real well and they're not really great at strategy, but you took the next step in, in that evolution and you started getting into strategy more. And I like the way that you referenced uh, Sixth Division because you kind of took something that they were doing right, which was the blueprinting. That, that's kind of part of your process, isn't it? Yeah, that is part of our process. So, yeah, we, we take the Sixth Division philosophy of, you know, find out as much as you can about the person's business to begin with. Look at all their processes as they are now. Look at how you can improve them you know come up with the minimum viable method for improving them you know how to eliminate where possible repetitive human tasks and then devise a plan that both you and the customer are happy with for the cost that it's going to take to implement it and once everything's agreed you've now got a specific strategy to go and build into campaign builder and the software with any specific add-on softwares like Fix Your Funnel or Plus right. This that you may need. And 
you know, you go and build it. Because if you don't plan out before you start, what's going to happen is you're going to get carried away and you'll say, right, I've got to, I've done this. This is, looks good. Oh, but what would be good, good if we do this? And we add this bit to it. And you get to the point of where my only way it may not work because you're making it up as you go along. If you make it up as you go along, you have a tendency to never finish because you never know when you're done and you think, well, I you could launch this now, but if I, well, what if I do this as well? I could make that, it even better. That is a really important point, Stuart. And of all the interviews I've had, I've never had someone bring it up quite in that way, which is a lot of people have talked about the fact that you know, people continue and continue and continue to develop and never launch, right? Yeah. I've never heard that explanation the way you put it there, which I really love is when you have a plan, you know when it's done. And when you don't, exactly. when you're kind of freewheeling it, then you don't know when it's done. You know, you probably don't know this, Stuart, but my, my dad and then my grandfather and then the, my great-grandfather were all builders. And so they built homes. And in in home building you would never think of starting a home without a complete set of plans and no you always get the architect to to design it um, yeah. first and you you follow the plans and you've thought about every question that's going to come up for the most part there's a few questions that will come up in the finer details depending because in residential construction you don't tend to to do details on every single thing you have a pretty good solid plan of of okay, here's electrical, there's where the lights are gonna go, you know, here's where the outlets should go, here's where the switches should go. In commercial, I know they go even more specific, so they'll have detailed schematics for everything. But in even in residential where it's not that detailed, you still have 20, 30 pages of plans for every layer of the construction process from you know your foundation to your framing to your plumbing to your electrical, your insulation, your painting, your drywall all of it is specked out in the plans. And because of that, the contractor can know when the house is done. I mean, they've done, the, they've built it like someone like you, you've built a lot of funnels. And so you know when the thing should be done, but that having that plan makes it so that the client and the, the contractor can both know, okay, this is how we're going to know when this is finished. And when it's finished, we should put it live and start letting it do its job. I love that. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing is because sometimes some of these funnels require additional elements like you may need things from fix your funnel or you might need things from plus this or you know from yeah. other tools out there again if you don't have a plan how does the customer know what this is going to cost them because if you say you suddenly make it up as you go along you say oh well the only way to do this is with fix your funnel and then you think well there's other thing but it's in a different um tool so then i've got to pay this other subscription out for this other tool whereas if you took some time and plan it you might find that all the features you need are in one tool but because you wasn't planning it out properly in the beginning you spent yeah. the money on several different well, tools that's interesting because that correlation with home building goes right in there right so if you're like okay i need to i need flooring for this room you you go to the the person that has the flooring and you talk about all my needs i need this and this and this because your plan has already laid that out right so you yeah know, exactly this this and this can you guys do all that oh you can oh great whereas if you don't if you just kind of are shooting from the hip you don't take that thought to go okay here's my my checklist of what i'm looking for does this tool have it no it doesn't does this tool have it? yes it does okay that's the tool i need to go with 
you can save yourself a lot of time and headache by doing that. So I really appreciate you bringing that up because I think a lot of people forget that's another benefit of having a plan. And why do you think it is, Stuart? I mean, I have my own thoughts, but why do you think it is that people avoid writing out the plan? Because maybe they think, well, I just want to get onto the fun part of building. You know what I mean? I want sure. to get this going. You know, take, sitting down and thinking about their business in real terms and you know, going through every single process and all that, it's a time-consuming process. But it's a time-consuming process that's worth it because, like I said, it speeds up everything else because once you know what you're doing and have a plan in place, you know, you can get the right people involved for implementing every stage of that plan, get the right tools, you know, it saves you money and yeah. it, it makes the system work better in the long run. I was recently doing a video on our, one of our new cheat sheets that we put out that is called um, prospect to appointment. You know, it's to help people that are trying to sell by appointment or <clears throat> that's how, you know, part of their, their process is they, they get appointments. I was about to say, you know, I'll do, okay, let me just do it. I'll just, you know, I'll just do it. And, and then I stopped and I said, now, hold on. And it's probably you channeling, you know, me channeling you. Right. Cause I was like, let, let me just write up a quick plan first. And I, because I, I had started to go down the route, let's just build it. And then I said, nope, nope, I can see I'm going to get myself into trouble here. Back up. I took about five, 10 minutes to write out the plan. So I just, you know, made a quick list of all the things that I needed. And then I was started to think about the order. I'm like, oh, you know what? If I did all my tag creation first, but I can't do that until I have my questions laid out because our flow is, you know, text them to an assessment, have them go through some survey questions, then present them a link to set an appointment or, a, you know, a calendar to set the appointment and then boom, we're good to go. And then it's just follow up to get them to uh, show up at the appointment. But I realized, oh, the first thing I really have to do, and this is the first thing I'd have to teach people to do is come up with all your questions and answers and then decide what your tags are going to be with those answers so that you can do all that in the very first stage. And if I said, oh yeah, go do your tags first. And then I was like, oh no, you got to do your questions first. It would have been all backwards. So by doing the plan, it helped me to get all my order right. So it's very efficient. So instead of it being like a 30 minute project going back and forth everywhere, it ended up being a five minute implementation because I took 10 minutes to think about all the pieces. So I can testify to what you're saying that if you just take whatever time you take in planning is actually going to reduce your implementation it's also going to do that other benefit you talked about of helping you know when you're done so you can go ahead and launch and everything's going to be well thought out. So you're not going to be creating any holes. So I love that approach, that philosophy. That's great, Stuart. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, not a problem. And it helps me in a way because my main client for business, we do do some stuff in Infusionsoft for them, but a lot of the stuff we do now is over the last five years, we've built a little um, mini site in their in their WordPress installation because it started with a need of Infusionsoft's reporting was really really basic and wasn't really pushing out the data that they needed reporting wise so we just we got a developer in to help us build some reporting systems for them and you know through the API and yeah. that site has just evolved from basic reporting into some pretty fancy stuff like an ambassador control panel and you know being able to put um loads of event notes because they 
you know, they've got load, a very complicated membership system where you've got different tiers of memberships, different entitlements um, on each membership level. And for example, with the way that they need to exceed, they'd have to exceed if you were doing this infusions off the hundred limit custom yeah. fields. Whereas the way we do it with the programming, etc., API development is um, an ultimate member who can attend like 12 events a month on their membership yeah. can have about their normal membership record plus about another 12 contact records in Infusionsoft to cover their other 12 event bookings. But you, you don't see that from the end user perspective. It's all hidden by this front end interface that we've getting into too is one of the the great benefits that infusionsoft by keep brings which is this ability to extend the functionality they have a really i i actually enjoy their api quite a bit and i think it's a great way to be able to customize as the business matures a lot of these baseline tools that infusionsoft offers so i, I think it's really cool that you guys did that yeah so the, where where this helps me this planning interface is that i know in my head when I'm looking at you know the client comes to me and says I've got this particular needs that I need added to the system and I'll be able to tell them okay this is the parts that I need to do inside Infusionsoft to make this work yeah. this is the parts that our developer in Bangladesh needs to do in the API to make it work this is how I will trigger the stuff he's doing in the API this is how he will trigger stuff back in Infusionsoft this is how it all goes together I get costs from him and pass them on to the the client. I tell him tell him what my costs will be for my side of it, and they come into it. You know, they know exactly what's going to happen in detail, how all the little parts fit together, and what the costs for both the Infusionsoft side of things and the development side of things are going to be. See, and it, it's got to be nice for your clients to have you because you organize it so well. Do you, do you feel like you know, one thing that people may not know about Stuart that, that I know is that Stuart is visually impaired. Now he's still able to get inside of Infusionsoft and, and do all this work, but you're doing it with that hurdle of visual impairment that you have to, to leap over. I feel like it, that has developed within you this tenacity, you know, that the word I used to describe you in the beginning, because you have not given in to a challenge and said, well, because of this challenge, I can't do anything. You've said, no, I'm going to do whatever I want in spite of the challenge. And I feel like that, that is demonstrated in your approach to everything. It's just your ability to not only see what the problem is through a different perspective, but also your, your certainty that there's a way to overcome that and get to what you want, no matter what the obstacle may be. Yes, definitely. Because I mean, I use a higher screen resolution. I have some um, screen magnification software and a coloured mouse pointer. And actually, the coloured mouse pointer has a secondary benefit. Not only does it help me see the mouse on screen to have a large coloured mouse pointer, but if I'm doing a screen share on Zoom with a client, yeah, that, and I'm t teaching them how to do something or demonstrating something, probably they can love see it, my mouse a hell of a lot better if it's yeah. um, large and purple, you know, or large and green, rather than the basic white one that gets lost in the mix of yeah. Yeah, a normal screen. I'm always shaking my mouse to try and find it. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
Well, that's great. Yeah. That, that's great, Stuart. You know, I think that, you know, one of the things I get out of this whole discussion, that's the, the biggest deal is the, the value and importance of making that plan before you start working. I mean, I don't think there's anybody that would really debate with you on the value of that. But so few of us actually do it on a regular basis. How did you develop that that habit? I mean, obviously, you, you credit Sixth Division with giving you that that idea, but you have made it a part of your process. And I think there's a lot of people that know the idea, but they don't make it part of the process. How did you get it? Or, or are you even aware of how you made this such a part of your process? Well, I, I attended one of their webinars where they, sh where they showed this approach. Uh -huh. And I thought, you know, this is a fantastic idea. And it was right around the time we were starting to do our consult, you know, right a couple of days before the initial demo with for business to show them how our systems i thought well actually we need to use this this is how we're going to plan things out properly from this from the start and when i look because they'd already built some of their campaigns themselves mm -hmm. you know, i had to learn all of their campaigns as they were at the time and then you know work out how am i going to make these better you know and and improve upon them from you know and, and fix the holes in the leaky bucket you know because at the time the way their system was designed is that someone could sign up for a free guest pass but then you know a month or so later they could sign up for it again and still and still get it for free you know the, we wouldn't detect that they was abusing the system whereas you know i found ways to improve upon that you know there was an initial system I built to deal with it in the early days and then and deal with date selection for all these different groups which involved multiple campaigns and having the dates in different forms in campaign builder yeah. eventually um, outsourced that to a very intelligent API based um, form that right. can that yeah that you hold all the dates in a separate SQL database in WordPress and based on what group name is passed to it, it works out what dates are available and you pick from, from that. Similar with our first company, we did a training company. We always had like, you know, 15 trainings on the, on the horizon. And so we'd have to use a number of different factors and pull from an SQL, you know, my, my SQL database you know, that custom information, merge that into the form. That way we could reduce the amount of stuff that we had to do with Infusionsoft. And it was, it worked really well for us too. You know, that just shows me the level of thought and also your awareness of the options, which increases your value to the marketplace. Because a lot of, a lot of people don't, aren't aware of the options that the API brings to the table to do some enhancements for not very much money, right? Yeah, exactly. That create a, a much more dynamic system that can just work much better with less weight on Infusionsoft. Because I think a lot of people throw too much weight on Infusionsoft to try and make it do some of the things that they want to do, where it could be a lot simpler if they just passed one little piece out to a little custom development. And having that person that you work with, that you know how to communicate with, you know what they can and can't do. I think that adds to your value to the marketplace. Have you found that to be true? 
yeah i i do think so yeah and going back to the thing i was saying earlier about the different tools you've got you know we for business use fixture funnel for their text messaging yeah um, that's the main thing we use but you know the logic links we use we use plus this smart links because they have things like in order to test if someone's a member you've got to see do they have a person type of member is their membership status set to active etc you know do they have yeah. certain tags more advanced and, stuff and you know fix your funnel logic links while it's a great tool in certain, it, it it only works mainly on tags it doesn't do yeah. all this complicated if this and this if not test for that sure um, kind of thing that you get with the plus this system you know so there was more complexity in one tool offered than you know you could get in no but that's you, important you so what, what you do is you evaluate what are the needs that we have ahead of time so that you're not trying different tools you already are familiar with what are the strengths and weakness of each one and so you can exactly. pick the right tool for the right problem and the reality is is that if your business is making any money you may need a couple of tools and that's okay because the cost will be created you know offset with the value created for the business and its ability to automate these key processes that humans normally would mess up yeah and i've experimented with you know the funnel bots and the logic links and all that in your tool i've experimented with things in plus this yeah i'm familiar with all of the strengths and weaknesses of the main few tools that are out there for these things That's good. and that helps yeah. you to be aware like you know as a contractor too you know if you're building a home you want a contractor that's familiar with all the different materials and their strengths and weaknesses so that as the client comes to them and says hey here's what i want to accomplish they're not having to worry about how that's going to happen they know that Stuart, as the contractor is familiar with all the tools and he'll figure out the right combination to make what they want to have happen happen and not let them worry about getting tied up in those details it, exactly it saves the client having to worry about having all that stress yeah. you know you've got an expert here who knows the whole system front foot with backwards inside out you know they know every tool every setting you know which is great you know yeah. the only danger with the way obviously that i know everything is that you know, someone obviously is going to have to read through all the documentation. Um, if I ever got hit by a bus or, or died or went into a coma or something, someone's got to read through all this documentation to get caught up with how everything is. Where I, you know, in it, because I've designed everything myself, I know all the systems from memory. Yeah, well, and you, but you do you do create plans for your clients, which can help them. Yes. To, Orient so you know we do have the redundancy of it's all documented so you know that's the other reason for making the plan and documenting everything is if someone does get hit by a bus who's key to knowing everything someone can take or over. they want to go on vacation or exactly. you know something comes up that's really important that they need to step away to i mean that's that's always and i'm glad you bring that up because that's always something that in my business i'm always doing is saying okay, do we have cross-training? Do we have redundancy? Do we have a backup plan? Because the reality is, is that in a business are a bunch of humans and humans are prone to change. That's one of our, our benefits as well as something that can be annoying for people. 
But because of that tendency to change, we also have things that will change in terms of priorities. And so I know that at any point in time, a member of my team could come and say, you know what? I've decided to go a different direction in my life. I've enjoyed working here. It's been great, but I'm going to go a different direction. And so you always have to plan for that in any business. And I think when you, when you do things the way that you've talked about, where you're documenting things, where you're, you're making yeah. sure everybody's clear on the flow of, this, of the data and the process, everybody wins in the business because now, as long as you stay there, it's, your job is easier for you because you know where all the pieces are. We want to enhance or modify something. You know the, the ramifications. Yeah. And if, you know, for some reason we want to move on, we can do that and everybody will be okay. And I think that's a very, not only intelligent, but very responsible way of approaching this whole thing. Yeah. And it's not only redundancy for like, if something happened to me and I needed to leave, someone could take over, but it's also a case of the client's employees. If, you know, a new employee is onboarded and someone left and they're replaced with a new employee, They've got all the documentation on all their processes and how things work. So it's essentially an all-purpose training manual for the new employee to get them up to speed very quickly. That's a really great point. It really enhances the value of the business as well if the business were ever wanting to sell because yeah. it's, it's a self-contained unit, right? Other thing, my client was a year ago looking at starting to go down the franchise route. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, franchising out into other countries now you know they had some problems getting some franchisees you know people to take buy on the, uh, the franchises and you know run them in other countries so they have you know in the last year made the decision to run everything from the from the uk through the one infusionsoft app one set of tools you know so it's running all the you know they've got yeah. some groups in denver some the launching some in florida I've, I've, on that note, Stuart, what I've seen too is I've seen some franchises that were having inconsistent results with their franchisees, and then they moved to hiring somebody like you to manage all the franchisees. And so, yeah. like one of our one of our clients that you know uses Fixture Funnel as well as Infusionsoft, he he runs a hundred franchisees businesses through each of their individual Infusionsofts because in that case they wanted that privacy of their stuff but he runs all of their their businesses because he knows you know what each of them needs and if he had a you know i'm assuming he's got a plan sort of like you do but with your kind of situation you'd be great to run a franchises organization and run all the the automation for the franchisees because of your approach exactly i mean if you think of successful franchises like burger king and mcdonald's you've got these things all around the world in every country yeah. And one of the things about a franchise is when you decide to buy into the franchise and set up your own McDonald's store, you know, your own McDonald's restaurant in your local high street, you have to wear their uniform. You have to use their recipes. You have to spec the store out, you know, with their designs and their things. And you have to sign up to obeying their processes, their health and safety rules everything because Would you believe that i went and ate at a mcdonald's across the street from ramsey's temple in egypt and it was you almost couldn't tell that you were in a different country other than you know they had the different languages on on the wrappers but if it weren't that you almost couldn't tell it was run very similar to how you'd find it in the united states or the united kingdom or 
Yeah, I mean, I've eaten in Burger King in the UK. I've eaten Burger King in Spain. And again, it's the same. It tastes exactly the same. You know, it's all the same stuff. Yeah, you've got the different languages to cut. You know, to cater for the fact that they speak a different language in Spain to what they do in the UK. But like you said, otherwise it's exactly the same. All kitted out the same, same sort of branding. You know, yeah. it's all exactly the same. And you know, this is one of the things that Sam Carpenter from Work the System Academy teaches. You know, document your whole business, everything. You know, your mission statement, everything. So your whole business is fully documented. And like you say, it can be sold on to someone else. You can franchise it. You know, everything is documented that you can copy that business and make it replicate it successfully all over the world. Well, I will tell you this, Stuart. It's a very daunting thought for any business owner to start doing that. But if they had somebody like you, it would make their job a lot easier because it's not something you even think twice about. It's part of your DNA. Stuart, this has been a fantastic conversation. I'm so glad that you were willing to join me on the podcast today. If somebody wanted to get a hold of you, what would be the best way for them to reach out to you? Okay, so the best way to reach out to me is via email. It's um, Stuart, which is S-T-U-A-R-T, at k-plan.co. Great. Oh, I love that email too. That's a great email address. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Stuart. It's really been a pleasure. Appreciate you. Appreciate all your work that you do for people in the community and just your tenacity. It's a good example to all of us of how we can do better at you know, not letting hurdles become roadblocks, but just seeing them for what they are. It's just things to overcome and, and just to make life successful. Yeah, fa- thank you for having me. Um, you know, I look forward to you know any business that comes on from this. And like you say, you know, this is perfect for franchises. If there's any franchise owners um, listening to this who want my advice on how to do things, I'm happy to work with you guys. Fantastic.